Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. If you haven't already, head over to YouTube and subscribe and like the most recent video. And also if you can hit that bell button, you'll get notifications of when a new upload has been released. This episode is in paid partnership with The Flawed Journey, who offer mental health services online in the UK, Ireland, Europe, Australia, New Zealand and Asia. The Flawed Journey are a young team of fully qualified mental health counsellors and psychotherapists who work closely with young adults facing difficulties such as depression, anxiety, trauma, loneliness and most recently their response to COVID-19. Flawed Journey have a unique approach to normalised therapy whilst ensuring no individuals are put on a long waiting list or expected to pay large fees. The Flawed Journey are offering to shit talk and banter listeners their first therapy session free by using the discount code mentioned in the description below, TALKFREE. You can connect with the team at their website www.flawedjourney.com or on their Instagram page. Hope you enjoy the episode. She sells, she sells on the seashore. Hum and a hum and hum and hum. <laughs> Can I get a hum? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, cool. We've already started recording, so everyone's heard that, which is great. Um, <laughs> so this guy needs no introduction. I've had Leon before. He was actually one of the first guests that I had on the show. You were actually the second guest on the show. Do you feel privileged? Yeah, I feel like I really made who you are right now so yeah <laughs> yeah i think you did too you give me that uh you give me that outer reach didn't you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um just for people listening as well finally i've ordered a fucking microphone like a proper one so it's coming uh my last one broke so the audio in the past couple of uh videos have been shit i'm currently using this little tiny thing can you see it yeah just a bite <laughs> how small is that yeah it's fucking it's tiny as fuck and it's actually doing a job though like i can hear myself properly on the on the speakers and stuff like that so I, I, i'm happy with it hopefully the listeners can hear me uh but yeah Anyway, Lee, thanks very much for coming on again. Um, before I had like loads of questions written down for you, um, but obviously now, like, I just feel like I know you. Like, you're kind of like a brother from another mother. So, um, <laughs> are you wearing any of your gear today? Oh, there it is. <laughs> just stretching. When do you? Uh, that's not on sale, though, is it? Yes, this one is on sale. Oh, Look it is. That shoes. <laughs> uh, getting the titties going for everyone oh. listening. Uh, he's uh, flexing his pecs, like the rock does. Like the rock, you just call me the white rock. That's he literally is the white rock. He's got That's no hair, funny. and he's got the. Go- You've actually got the beard growing back now as well. Yeah, that was hilarious. I just need, I just need the money, the fame, and uh, 
the bitches, and I'm like him. <laughs> I don't think he gets that many bitches. He's married. Maybe, do you know who he gets? The WWE bitches. That's who he gets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got the... Yeah, what's cooking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do all that. Um, Rock, if you're listening, Rock, if you're listening, hit me up. We'll do a double or <laughs> Did you ever watch the uh, Jack Whitehall um, Travels of His Father on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Did you see... Yeah. I can't remember what one it was, but... His dad was saying, um, oh, you're friends with the rock guy. Um, that guy over there kind of looks like the rock, Dwayne the Rock, or he called him a different name. I'm butchering the story, but like it was fucking hilarious. I was in stitches because no way like his dad acts, he's like very proper in English. And like he thought that this like scrawny looking guy looked like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And like <laughs> Jack Whitehall is just like, that's definitely not the rock. <laughs> it's so funny. I watched the I watched Bradley Walsh one. So I did. That was what, I like that one. What was he Bradley on? Walsh did it. Uh, Bradley Walsh did the one. I think Bradley Walsh did it first with his son, ah. and then your prick Jack Whitehall copied. Do you not like, like him? No. I <laughs> oh my god! No way! I actually so like I I was like you. I didn't like him before. I thought stand up was shit. I thought like on a league of her own, he was just like acting or something, and then. I watched that movie, I think it was Sex Education or something like that there, and I was like, oh, that's not too bad. And then I started watching The Travels of My Father, and I was just like, fucking hell, he's actually hilarious. Um, but it must be, like, whenever the camera's on him. Like, obviously, the camera's yeah. on him doing the traveling show, and, like, some of it seems scripted as well. But, like, it, uh, it, it just seems more fluent, whereas whenever he's on, like, A League of Their Own and, like, obviously doing a stand-up... Um, it seems like really, like really scripted, and like he's like acting whenever he shouldn't be. He should just be normal. But um, I think it works with his dad because his dad's so proper. Yeah, and he's just totally defiant against it, so it just goes <laughs> against the whole like, oh, I'm not doing what my dad tells me to do. Yeah, isn't it hilarious that like his dad, like he says like shit, like he says like racist shit, he says homophobic shit, he says transphobic shit. And like no one cares. Like everyone just like laughs it off because he's like an old cunt. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think I meant, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was <laughs> there was a part I was in stitches. Um, there was a part when they were in LA, and obviously LA is like really democratic. And uh, he was at a, like a vegan cafe, and like he was just humming and how because he couldn't get any meat. And he he went outside and on the wall, like you could write up stuff with like chalk or something like that there. And uh, people had like put up like stuff like fuck Trump and all this here shit, like just all the usual like liberal stuff that you would expect to see. And he put up, I love Brexit or something like that. And like <laughs> Jack turned around and was like, no, you can't fucking have that up. You need to get that off right now. He's like, hey, what's wrong with you, Jack? And then it, <laughs> It was just so funny. I was in stitches. Uh, yeah, he's he's a. Uh, I think his dad's more funny than he is. Yeah, he 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 gets his humor from his dad. His dad's fucking hilarious, and that little doll that he carries around as well, Winston. Jesus Christ, that's so funny. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway, I think I've already said it before. Thanks for coming on. Um, a lot has happened since you last came on, so that's why I wanted to get you on and start talking about things. Um. So 
<laughs> Basically, the last time since you came on, you have got your own clothing brand out, which is great because before you said that you had launched it, um, Real and Raw. Was it Raw and Real or Real and Raw? Real and Raw, yeah. Real and Raw. And you said that you had difficulties like trying to get out there and stuff and like you had lost out on a lot of money. But it seems like this yeah. one that you're doing with Glow Girl and I seems to be really good. Like it seems like it's got out there a lot. So do you want to kind of like, I know you probably said this so many times, but like I haven't actually like heard it. So like if you could just like sort of describe what, um, like how, how it all like unfolded. So because you, well, you know from the first time that I lost out in a lot of money, just for me being very, it's not fain to say that was very kind and I gave a lot of stuff away to a lot of people that I felt that needed it. So that was fine. And then I just had to get the business head on. You know, you can't just give stuff away for free. There's no value in it at all. Yeah. So I uh, always wanted to go back into it again. And uh, then I rebranded it, not rebranded it, but I made a, I made a logo that I liked my, like I made it myself. So I was like, yeah, like I actually like that. So I made that. And then I was looking at free, free Instagram. And I seen that these girls were, that you glow girl, but were doing clothing. And I didn't know that they were an actual charity. So I just contacted them. And I was like, I like, cause they're locally based. And I was like, okay, you know, do you think you could do me up a draft? Like, and see if you can get some clothes, get some samples. And they're like, yeah, 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 that's okay. So I sent it over. And the next thing I knew that they were a charity in Belfast. They are solely for females, female run. And they do absolutely amazing, amazing things. You know, they try and help the community. People that are, say, a drug addictions and stuff, and they're going and they help them fight them and then help them through programs, help them learn who they are, you know, self-help programs. And then they run programs to help the girls you know find work again and the girl that actually makes the clothes like stitches them and stuff she came through the program so it was absolutely amazing then they invited me up and uh they just gave me some guidance really because i want i really did want to do it properly and not just half-hearted yeah uh so i just put all oh, i was like right okay let's let's go what can we do what you know so pick colors I helped, I let them help me pick the colors instead of having what, just what I like, uh, where the black one, if you see the black one, black and fluorescent, I says, look, I don't care what you do. I want that black and that fluorescent color. Cause that's like, <laughs> that is so, so me. It's so out there, loud, bold, everything. I said, that just screams me. Yeah. And then they were, they honestly, they weren't too sure. Like they're like, you sure? And I was like, yeah, I don't care what you do with the rest of them. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm having this like I, if it's only me that buys it I'm having it yeah so it came and they're like hey, oh my god that's actually that's actually really really nice like really nice so that one so the black one the black and fluorescent and then the pink and uh green the, the soft soft green they're the two best sellers at the minute <laughs> and they're just going mad man yeah. it's just that's crazy uh so I was wanting to give back to them, so they would they would handle handle it all. Uh, but because the orders weren't coming in as fast as what we would both like, uh, now I invested some money into it, so I have so I have stock. Mm. 
Right. So everything is like stock. So I have two of everything. So I have two t-shirts of all sizes, uh, jumpers all sizes, and uh, the hoodie of all sizes of two each. Yeah. And now this last week, I've sold out of stuff already. <laughs> and I've just got them. Like So now I have the stock because they weren't selling as much yeah. as what we find. And I was spending more money on deliveries mm. when a lot of them were just locally. So it's just like, Lee, why don't we just deliver, deliver it all to you? You can handle the stock. You'll know what you've got, what you've not got, and go from there. Because I have it on the website, you see, and and things that was just going, just maybe a couple here, a couple there, one there, one there. Uh, so this last week, you know, before I updated the website, I gave uh, I gave some people on Instagram and Facebook and a couple of people around me as look, I'm giving you the opportunity to buy now before I update the website. Mm-hmm. And that was it. All the small pink sold out, the small extra large pink extra large is sold out, and I only have one of the medium and one of the large left. Yeah. Uh, the medium hoodies are sold out. Uh, extra large and the black is sold out. The small and the black is sold out. Um, I have nearly all the t-shirts because it's fucking freezing. Yeah, so, exactly. I really like that one you're wearing now. It's fucking class, like the dark green color, yeah. and then it's just the white logo. It's nice. Yeah, it's the so white, it's sort of like off white logo, and then on the back of it, you get like a ah, the real yeah, raw. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, very good. Good. you get, you see. <laughs> And speak about the logo, because I don't think anyone's asked you that before. Like, how did you come up with that? The logo is, well, my other logo was a head with uh, a jigsaw. It's quite, it's quite uh, generic. It, you just take it. I just took it off Google, actually, to be totally honest with you. Mm. Uh, so there's no copyrights in it or nothing. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm all. sure. We'll, we'll cut that out. <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't because I actually, I actually checked. Oh, okay, because okay, okay, I okay. was going to get it printed on shirts and they're like, you sure this is copyrighted? So I had to go and actually check. Mm. But because it was so it was so easily accessible from the internet, yeah. there was no there was no rights to it. So someone had just actually probably made it and just put it up. And it was like one and four, you know, it was all jigsawed, put together ahead. And yeah. then I had around it, I had mental health belief, mental health belief. Mm. Uh, so that one was pretty good. And then I just got thinking into what I am and what I'm about, and I'm all about the mind and how it works, and just, just really, yeah, just really the workings in how the mind is, and uh, and then I like I like the light bulb, yeah, with the the brain, you know, because you get like a spark and stuff and all, just like all like really yeah. cliche sort of crap, and then I still like the. I still like the circle of the logo and then it was yeah. just cut in half and that's it. So <laughs> I have, there, have that and then you can have mental health belief underneath it. But I just opt to, to just take mental health belief out of it. Yeah. So whenever you see, whenever you just see the brain with uh, the light bulb, I wanted people to think mental health or yeah. men's mental health or just mental health in general, really. But I really want to try and sew in on men's mental health mm-hmm. so if all the men can start buying it that'd be fantastic 
So uh, just for people listening because... as well, the uh, logo is, uh, so it's basically a light bulb in the shape of a brain and then it's got a circle around it. It looks pretty fucking dope, to be honest with you. Um, and on the back of the shirt, it says Real Raw, like just at the top of the collar, like where your back would be. Um, but yeah, I really like it. Definitely everyone um, who's listening, check it out and uh, help support Lee because what he's doing is brilliant. Um, what you just mentioned there as well, that's what I wanted to talk about because something that's been, um, I've wanted to ask you for a while. So because obviously it's Glow and I, um, or Glow Girl and I, so it sort of focuses on girls. And obviously you're a guy, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so like you said, like whenever you go on these lives and stuff like that, there, people are saying like, oh, it's greatly that you're um, promoting like men's mental health and stuff like that there. Did you like have any reservations before you went to the Google Girl NI? Because it was like a girl branding that like maybe, like you just said there, like you're not really reaching the guys, if you know what I mean. Uh, not really, because they have had men and men being a mean sorry they have had men approach them before ah, okay they wanted to do men's groups and stuff and they just haven't so it was actually i'm the first actually male ever to be associated with yeah i know i heard that tonight. so that's actually a pleasure and yeah. i don't know what it was about me that they just thought yeah we're going to do this so it's, it's pretty sweet and i it's just hard for men in general. Like, you know how hard it is for men to come forward with things. And to try and target men, I have to go through different avenues. And that avenue, let, let's face it, let's face it, guys. The woman runs the household. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as soon as you, like, the best women out there are the ones that make the men think they run their household. Mm-hmm. Clean someone. So uh, as soon as men get off their fucking high horses and realize that that, that's actually a woman that does wear the trousers, regardless, (laughs) they will have a far happier life. Uh, So I just try and talk just normally and then hopefully that the females can, because some of them have, because I do life coaching as well. So some of the females have said, oh, could you speak to my husband? Could you speak to my partner? You know, can you do this? You know, and they're showing their partners that look, Lee's doing this, look, Lee's Lee's okay at doing this, you know, he's got out doing this, he's lost such and such weight, he's done this, he's done that. I'm just still trying to continue to live my life the way I would want to. Yeah. And normally, normally, for anyone that can't see, I'm doing quotation marks. <laughs> uh, normally. Uh and yeah, and hopefully it just shines through. So this year, purposely, I want to try and be more uh, uh, businessy and get out there and push myself to the forefront. The forefront. So I think this is like my fifth or sixth podcast that I've done, and it's only February. So I'm hoping that I just don't know where to reach to. Uh, yeah. I really, I really, really don't. I don't know where to go to try and get myself out there more. Yeah. Uh, public, publicly, locally, so men can see that it's. Oh, I don't want to say it. Don't make me say it. It's okay to be okay. Oh God. Okay. 
those cringe, cringe. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, listen, I think like you've uh, touched on a lot of points there. Like, guys, women are more prone to be on their social media than guys. I feel like the guys who are mostly on their social media are either like gym fanatics or like gamers mm-hmm. or people who are just like business. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, whereas then other guys, like, this is what I used to be before I'd done the podcast. I used to just like fucking scroll through my feed and like, like shit whenever I seen it. And then, Maybe I put up the odd story or put up the odd post. Um, so I feel for like guys, it's it is hard to try and reach them, especially because you, you're trying to reach them on social media. Um, so I feel like with uh, trying to reach them like personally, like I I don't, I don't know what like way the what ways are out there to actually do it. I mean, maybe what you could do, what would which would actually be what, 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 fucking sound like a an oil. <laughs> um, I think like what would be great would be. With the guys, like it is hard to try and to reach out to them and trying to like reach them personally. What I was saying before was the news, like a newsletter or something like that. There, like maybe weekly, like you could get people to like subscribe to like a meal chimp or something like that. There, and like you could just like write up like tips or something for guys, or like um, just like what, like you said, what you've done for like the week or something like that. There, like those girls were saying, all oh, these doing this, like. Um, I think that would be like really beneficial. I think that would be a good way to hit guys. Cause like, I know like myself, like, cause I'm a guy uh, <laughs> that I look for my, <laughs> that I look for my emails and like, I'll, I'll read through my emails. So like, maybe that might be a way. I, I don't know if I'm probably like, you're probably like Nathan, I've already fucking done this, but like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I haven't, I haven't actually purposely ever tried to do anything. If that makes sense. Yeah. This year is where I thought, well, okay, I'll try and get out there and try and expose myself purpose more purposely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more purposely. Uh like try and get locally, try and get that's why I had the I started the Facebook group because Facebook, Facebook's quite it's big in general, it's a load of fucking shite, but <laughs> where people that's where people really uh it's where people really are and i just handle facebook very very differently it's it's just something i have it's not something i want to use it's just something i have to try and purposely get out there more mm-hmm. so whatever you see on instagram now it's just automatically being shared and uh yeah it's just it's just hard it is hard and because i really want to try and zoom in on it now this year I'm learning or wanting to learn different avenues to go and venture down. And I haven't actually ventured about trying to start a meals group or anything like that there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it could be, it could be something just, I don't know. It's, it's anyone, well, if anyone have any suggestions, they can also <laughs> just mail me. Yeah. Um, well, like Facebook, I would say more guys are on Facebook because since, because Facebook, you can write up like posts and shit like that there. I know there's a lot of like, guys that from my um town back in ireland uh, on twitter and stuff like that there and that's solely because you can write you're only writing you're not you don't really have to put up posts you know what i mean like an actual like photograph so i feel like that's why there's probably is more guys like users and um, not on instagram but then the thing is like i think like the best social media platform is instagram for getting shit out there and then it's closely followed by like twitter and youtube and fucking facebook and stuff like that there and um, yeah. so it is hard but 
like you said, like it'll just it'll just happen. Like something will just come along, and then you'll be like, "Fuck me, this has actually worked." And then you'll probably see more influx. But um, I, I think first time having you on and like listening to you for Emma, like I was just like, "There you go. That's how I find you. I find you for Emma." Like so, I suppose it's kind of good if like the girls who are um following you and like buying your products stuff like that there they obviously have partners so it's good that they could just be like listen this is what lee's doing fucking following his footsteps he's doing well do you know what i mean yeah and i I, like i don't know i don't know if i'm how can you word it really properly so a girl yesterday bought one of my jumpers and she had a partner and then she messaged me last night again saying oh he wants a hat for work and a jumper (laughs) <laughs> so there you go through one you get you know three more yeah. but then then the conversation comes up like well what's he do oh he talks about mental health and stuff and all and like oh that's cool that's cool uh, so hopefully you get a follow or hopefully because a lot of people follow and they don't necessarily like or interact mm-hmm. with their posts yeah. and if as a mental health uh i don't even know why i call myself like a mental health person uh I would say you're like a mental health influencer. Do you reckon? I do, you know, I do. I don't mean that like in a bad way. I feel like, cause like you're like the stories that you put up, like are like, they're mainly to do with you. And then some other stories, like whenever you do the Instagram lives and stuff, that's obviously all about mental health. And you talk about like what you went through, like your suicide and stuff like that there. And whenever you were overweight and like, you were thinking about things constantly. Um, but I feel like it's like kind of like you're obviously not influencing people to commit suicide or fucking get over yeah. with. But like you're sharing like tips and like sort of like that the journaling thing that you done was really good. I actually listened to yeah. a couple of them. And I, obviously because of the time difference, I couldn't fucking do it. So I was watching it the next day. But you seem to have got had a good reach on that as well. So it's kind of like it's kind of like in between like an influencer and like an advocate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, uh, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so far uh, out of reach, but actually, uh, I actually enjoyed them at the journal and stuff. I, I, I just, thought it was great. I just got, I just got busy mm-hmm. with uni work and stuff, and stuff had to take priority, prioritize. Yeah, uh, people don't understand. You know, like it's like another full-time job basically if you're you're running the page on yeah. instagram or something else and i don't schedule posts or anything like that there i don't do any of that stuff it's just whatever i'm doing in the day is gets done and that's it yeah it's it's really a true reflection of how i genuinely feel or uh don't feel basically as well uh so it's quite hard for me just to pick myself up if I'm feeling really, really fucking shite mm-hmm. or really, really busy and trying to juggle all these things. I just don't know how to do it. It's yeah. new, it's all new for me. And the journaling was absolutely brilliant, like really, really brilliant. And I I wish that I hoped in, in the future I can go back to doing that for mm-hmm. everybody and for myself. Just right now, I can't because I really, really have to zoom in on my uh, education. Yeah. Really. And it's really taken priority because I fucking hate it. My results that I got last semester. Right. And uh, I am not letting it. I want, I want to try and achieve the first 
owners and to do that i need to be really 100 percent yeah committed definitely uh, fuck yeah you need to be in the library the whole time <laughs> yeah um you're fucking calm because you're stuck in covid uh yeah. so yeah it's i will get back to it i'm sure i will get back to it and it it wasn't just something i thought i would try it's something that i really genuinely wanted to do mm-hmm. and uh i think that's what shone through that everybody seen that i was doing it as well i wasn't just telling people what to do yeah uh, i was doing it with them sometimes i felt totally stupid but then <laughs> I had, like reactions like yourself you're like oh i watched it you know and it was really good and yeah. people said oh they like it this they like it that so that so that's good that does help you yeah but uh you know who, who, honestly who knows it's it's like you said you know i could be doing this today and the next minute you've got fucking this morning ringing me tomorrow you know who knows nobody yeah. knows what could happen yeah exactly it was uh, it was funny whenever you I'm not funny, but like whenever you first done it and like I heard like the yoga music and meditation music in the background, I was just like, oh my God, where's he going with this? And then I was just like, do you know what? This is actually kind of soothing. And like Lee's like, because you put on like, you done like a soft voice then as well. And like you were doing like a nice, like slow, soft voice. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I've actually been approached to people want me to make a uh, I guide it meditation for no way serious yeah yeah <laughs> that's class so i don't know i don't really like my voice and like <laughs> as you know from the last time i don't watch my videos back or anything uh so yeah i like i as much as i love the fucking banter and shit like i yeah. can speak properly <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh and uh yeah the 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 journal and it was a different atmosphere that I wanted to create. You know, I had my, my incense candles. I do like that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I take time for myself as well. So I had my incense candles and I had the soft lighting. Uh, well, usually I would sit with no lighting on and it was intimate. Wanted... It was like very, yeah, intimate. Yeah. yeah, for me, it, it's something that I wanted it. Like if I was journaling, this is the way I'd want to do it. Mm-hmm. So I hopefully that, well, obviously it came across because I was yeah. tone and stuff and, uh yeah i just wanted to help them and i was just talking i was talking all my thoughts out instead of when i'm when you're journaling you're you're sort of in your in your inner thoughts but mm-hmm. this time i was speaking everything i was going through and like certain questions and i'm like do you know what i have no fucking clue what i'm going to write mm-hmm. and i had to sort of like present that across which yeah. is quite difficult because you're talking to nobody so you're looking at yourself and talking to yourself yeah uh, so i just sort of i think just over the years of doing instagram and stuff i just learned that you just basically just talk to a camera and hope that someone listens yeah i feel like then, see whenever you are talking on instagram like it's it does like give you that sort of public speaking sort of like air quote uh, qualification like you, you're not actually learning how to public speak you're just like doing it naturally and i feel like that's probably the best way to do it because you're just getting fucking stuck straight into it do you know what i mean yeah uh yeah and i try to do instagrams as well with when other people are, are around so because that's a challenge as well because it's yeah. not really uh what could you say we're not our country's not really out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talking in the phones and stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
where I think other countries are. So I purposely tried to do it. Like, I think you've seen the live that I did, uh, Snowball Fight downtown. So, I want to actually like, talk about this. This is fucking yeah, hilarious. That later, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I, did that. I did that purposely as well because it was just some fucking banter. Me and my son was bonding and connecting. It was bloody lethal. Yeah. Um, I just thought, you know, what, what would people react like, mm-hmm. like with it? And, uh, hmm. See, that's a thing about back there, like you said, like there's obviously like if you look at like America, fucking America is probably the fucking on the pedestal um, for people doing like videos and stuff like that there and like pranking people online and shit like that. Whereas like back in uh, back in NI, it's fucking it's just like weird. People don't want to we're not prone to go out of our comfort zone. Like we like to be comfortable. We don't like to. Um, embarrass ourselves and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of pride, and like, if you see someone like walking about with a phone, they're like, "Oh, feel weak for them." But like, it's just because we're so back in time. Like, whereas whenever you go to different countries and you see all these people like interacting with their phones and shit like that, there you're just like, "Holy fuck, this is this is a new level." Um, so like for you, for people listening, um, Lee had an Instagram live story, and there was heavy snow on. Well, not heavy, but it was just snow. Um, where he lives in Korea, Northern Ireland. And uh, he decided to start chucking snowballs at people and like said, do you want a snowball fight? And there was only two guys who threw back and one had a really shut shot. But like there must have been about like 10 people who just walked past you and they're just like they ignored you or they like hurried past you. Or there was one old guy was like uh, he turned around and he was just like, no, 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 I don't want to. And like, fair enough. But like there was like other people and like it's just weird that like if you go to like a different country and that happened, like if, did you see in Times Square in New York, everyone was just having a big massive snowball fight with each other? Yeah, yeah. Somebody asked, somebody sent me that saying, Lee, do you know like you could have got fined 10 grand for having a snowball fight? <laughs> like, You're fucking joking me, like, seriously? <laughs> and they're like, no. And then they sent me the post about Times Square. And I was like, oh my God, you fucking shitting me. Like, what the hell? Like, I didn't know anything about it until after i did it and i was like then it got, then i got a my own head i was like oh people think i'm just doing that because of what happened to Times square and all this and i was like no i didn't no. know about it no. uh, that was mad really yeah. the Times square thing i thought it was bloody well then I, I i read a wee bit and i was like that's bloody brilliant like that's yeah. what you do as a kid like go and have fucking fun yeah. like enjoy yourself and uh well let's say and i had a lot of fun and uh me and my son had a lot of fun, a lot of bonding. Uh, he said it was the second best day he's had in his life. So oh. That's lethal. Uh, the first, the first, the best day in his life he said he had was when we went to the lake and it was all, uh, you know, like all like trampolines and stuff and salt courses and stuff on the lake. Oh, so very good. Best day, this was the second best day he's had. <laughs> so was, so, and that's like, if anyone that knows before, you know, part of my story, like, I've been broke, like broke, broke. And there was, I had no money for food or nothing. And cried and cried because I didn't know what to do with the kids because I had no money. And there's second best day in his life and it was just snow. So, That's yeah. amazing. That's brilliant. Like just a small sort of thing as well to create happiness. And that's what you were trying to do. You were trying to spread happiness. But like, I feel like people 
uh, see whenever I'm on this podcast, I, I feel like I bash Northern Ireland all the time and like back home, but like, I really don't. It's just that because I've traveled, I've like, like traveling broadens your mind. It really does open your eyes. And mm-hmm. what's great about social media is you get to see other people travel and you get to see how it is like around the world. Whereas before it was never like that. And um, you only seen things on the news and like in newspapers. So um, for me, like seeing things firsthand, like we back there and then I like, it really is like way behind the times. And um, we are very proud people. Like we are very proud and for us to go out of our comfort zone is something that gets ridiculed. It's something that um, that doesn't happen that much. Like how many famous people do you know from NI? Like, and I know there is like, you can name a couple of people like Liam Neeson and shit like that, like Roy McElroy and all. Um, but like, if you compare it to like other countries and I know we are a small country and if you're including Ireland as well, it still is a small country. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like a lot of people just need to like open themselves more to new experiences and like just what that Instagram video was of you was just a fucking example of how we are back there. Yeah. Totally fucking backward. <laughs> yeah. Like if you start at somewhere else, like if you were in Times Square, someone else would fucking throw back. Even like a bit of banter, like someone would like, you fucking throw a man, gonna break your face. Do you know what I mean? And like you would just yeah. be like, haha, like laughing at it. But like people were just like ignoring you completely. <laughs> yeah. Like, who does he is this not job up the body? Not another not job up the town. Jesus Christ. Yes. And he's got a son as well. Like, oh my God. I know. Uh, but it just it's just ironic. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from uh, who they were, but it's ironic that the people, the only people that interacted was the ones that do the the, the healing God stuff in the town. <laughs> yeah, so that's the only people that was interacting are the ones that try to spread right. the word of God. So that's the only two people that interacted. Yeah. So it's pretty shameful that that's the only two people that actually interacted with but you. With he, here's the thing with that. So, like, um, obviously, the two people that interacted with Lee during this video was um, whatever you want to call them, Bible bashers, whatever. I'm agnostic. People know I'm agnostic. Um, I believe there's something out there, but I don't believe in religion. Um, and it's funny because, like, they get taught, obviously, that, like, to, to be kind to everyone, to... And it's not just, like, that bullshit you see on fucking Instagram, like, oh, be kind, and then the person's doing fucking drugs and slavering about the wee girl next door. This is fucking, like, these people are actually kind. Like, they'll do whatever. They'll take the fucking clothes off their back and give it to homeless people. And, like, that guy came up to you and, like... Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the teachings of religion are amazing. Like, that's what everyone should follow throughout life. Um, but just like i'm like a conspiracy fucking fierce guy as well like i like to read in shit that's why i don't like like religion like you have all these religions and what only your ones right you know what i mean um but anyway like they were really good people and like they just like came straight up to you and like they were having the crack back they were firing back the um snowballs even though they had a shit through and um, then they came up to you and then they obviously took their shot because you're on Instagram live and they don't know who you are. You could have been fucking this big massive influencer. Do you know what I mean? With fucking like 500k or something followers. And then he would have been like just spreading a little bit of joy in the at least one person's heart. And he turned around and was just like, God loves you. Jesus loves you. And then just for all your followers, he loves you. Like, I, and I know like I seen your face, like you were holding in so much because like whenever you hear that sort of stuff, it is kind of cringy and like, you're like, mm. but like yeah. 
you handle it very well so fair days to you <laughs> yeah i'm very proud of myself because there's uh there's a guy up the town who literally bombards you in your face about jesus christ mm-hmm. and uh like he actually is, he's actually been in court a few times and he's not like it no more because he does like harass people with it Fuck. and i have told him to get out of my fucking face before like i wasn't <laughs> gonna fight him because you know we're individuals like I, I i love people that fall that like a passion and that's their passion it doesn't you know forget what it is it's their passion and you know fucking lethal like if you can follow a passion to to the to the day you die is like that's true commitment yeah but i don't want uh and i don't need uh god thrown down my throat and this yeah. guy does it like i was going to say this guy does it religiously how funny is that <laughs> uh, he does it like really to the next level and uh yeah and i was in a really bad mood that day and uh my mental health wasn't too great and my friend had they just like just pushed me away from him gonna knock him out like just so what just what did he come. say was he like on the like on the microphone like shouting like no <clears throat> the best he doesn't even do that he just walks rough with you and ah, that's he just he just annoying. in your face and yeah. like big man seriously get the fuck out of my fucking face Mm-hmm. You're not a fucking wanker. Like I just, I just squared up to him, you know. Uh, yeah, he's, he's just he's just known for it around the town, you know. And and then then I seen that he was a uh, he was in, in court for harassing people, so he can't do it in Korean town anymore. Fuck so, me. Yeah, that, that's, that's just what it's like, and that's just what. Sadly, you know, like you said, there is good people out there, and they are trying to spread a message and what they believe. And uh, like them two guys were, and it's just them. It's just them other people who have who've painted a bad picture onto me. That mm-hmm. you know, but that's why I'm proud of myself. I didn't tell him. I didn't tell them. They fuck off. Yeah, really. exactly. I because, uh... sorry. Go ahead. No, it's just because them other people. That one person. Them one person. You know who really, really tries to shove it down your throat, mm-hmm. and it's just diminished. You know some. You know get let's you know people have like really good views on it and that's why i let it go because i know that there is people out there who would appreciate what this guy had to say yeah so that's why i let it go and just let him have his moment <laughs> yeah no you, you don't know what people are like nowadays you could have been the one in fucking court and you would have been all over the newspapers for having a bible basher and <laughs> um, yeah like so you touched on uh your own mental health i know we did talk about it before but like i feel like you don't really you don't really talk about it that much don't you know like you did at the start and then obviously because things are going really well for you now and obviously it was a dark time and stuff like that and but I, i still feel like it's a really strong message to get out there because you're one of these people who were on the brink of dying basically and you turned it all around and like people looking at you now like if you just like change your like thing to just sorry, what's your second name? I don't even know your fucking second name. What a fucking ball bag. <laughs> what is it? Chestnut. Chestnut, that's it. Yeah. I knew, I knew it was some kind of nut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but like if you just changed your thing to Lee Chestnut, you would like nothing to do. You wouldn't even think like, oh, he had mental health problems or anything like that there. Um so yeah, like whenever you like, I remember you touched on it before. Like 
things were really shit for you. Like, didn't you mention that you got cheated on and stuff like that there? Yeah. Do you want to yeah. like, just like run through it again, just for, cause like, I, this sounds so fucking like narcissistic, but I, I don't want it to sound narcissistic. I have got more people who, <laughs> Sounds so Look at you, go look at you. I'm gonna say <laughs> my demographics are better than when I first started off. Okay, that's it. That doesn't sound cunty, does it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. No, I have I have the exact same line because some people stop me in the street and I'm like, they're like, oh, you went half the lane. I'm like, yeah, like and I, I like one of my goals. Like what I like I spoke about before. One of my goals I would love to do is go and meet mm-hmm. people from my page and yep. like actually have a conversation with them in their homes and help them, you know, help them get to the next level from sitting in the house. Yeah. But I don't know, like I hate calling like, oh, I'm meeting one of my followers. Today. Oh, that's so cringy. It's like you're Jesus Christ. I was going to say that. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking like, who am I? Am I am I a Almighty. You know what? Like, See, whenever influencers say that on Instagram, like, so there's a couple of people that I follow. I'm not going to name names because I don't want to ruin anyone because I'm not about that. But I'm sure people see it as well. There's people who like will turn around and like they'll get an influx of followers and they'll turn around and go, Hey guys, uh, just for my new followers, I just wanted to let you know that this is what I'm all about. And then you're just like, You narcissistic pig, get the fuck off my screen. Unfollow. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I, I do it as well. I I am like people that I know who started it, whatever, and then they turn into the whole influencer carry on. Like if that's what you like, I love people that say, "Okay, this is what I'm about. I actually want to turn this into my job, into my living. Mm-hmm. I will help you do that." Yeah, but don't paint a fucking picture that you're just an average fucking Joe, and you. Just happenly, they stumble stumble across these fucking uh, white teeth and strips, and they're fucking amazing. Like, don't pretend that shit. Because if you pretend that shit, the same as everybody else that I tell, there's an unfollow button up there. You can just <laughs> press anytime you want. It's not going to affect me in any sort of way. So that's what I do. I just unfollow them, fucking bastards, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I have I'll, I'll help like if if you come to me as a person and say look Lee I want to make this my job I want I don't want to be 95 I want I have two three kids at home I'd love to do this something job at home mm-hmm. happy days you're living you're actually being true to yourself and that there's more power there's more power in that when you're truthful to yourself than them fucking fake cunts that start at something with their tits hanging out and they are <laughs> With fucking other shit. Like it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> Why are you keeping a straight face? Because it's so fucking true. <laughs> oh man, see when you're, you're laughing because it's so fucking true. I know, I know. Like that's what I'm thinking. I I had this conversation with a guy before on the podcast, and uh, we were saying that like, would it be different for me to just like have my like, you know, like Simon out in between us, just have my left bollock hanging out just to get the likes, you know, just to. Uh, yeah, you know, a wee just, bit of sideball. I'll, I'll just sit with my shirt out. <laughs> Lee's got his tits out, people. Lee has got his tits out. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just do that. Just do that for the fans. I'm going to be like, oh, fans. Be like, oh, that was just a dark past of mine. You know, I've grown. I've grown from that. 
Yeah, that was the path. That's what I used to be like. I'm so different right now. Oh, man. It, it, it pisses me off. And it really is like, I prefer those people where you see like the likes of yourself and me and like Emma as well. And like those other people, like I mentioned, um, like people coming up from that dirt and like, obviously those influencers as well, they didn't just start with fucking 100 followers, uh, 100,000 followers or whatever. Like they obviously, it took time for them to build it up, but they do see, they do lose sight of what they were to be at the very start. And like, I really believe that like being loyal and humble at the very start of your process and carrying out the whole way through um, is more beneficial to you. Cause like, you're happy. Do you know what I mean? You're constantly happy. Like before I do a podcast, like I take like five shits because I'm so excited for it. Like, yeah. And I'm being serious like I do like I, I just I feel so passionate about this and like it, my happiness level is up at 100 but I can only imagine what it's like for like some of those influencers like like you said like uh I'm, I'm gonna promote these fucking teeth whitening strips even though my teeth are already white blah blah all this here shit or like they pick up some fucking random like merchandise that they've never even heard of before and they're like yeah and um, use my 10% code this will help uh for fucking coffee mugs made out of oak like Get fucked. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you never like them. Fucking made a fucking reinforced paper. <laughs> made a chestnut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like it is. It's so much horseshit. And like those people, to come back to the original point, those people who like are so narcissistic, not their own arse, saying like, "Oh, my new followers, this is what I'm all about." Like, don't say that. Just like maybe once in a while, just like thank people who have actually followed you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, don't put a fucking label on and say like, my new followers, this is what's happened, blah, blah. You get to know me. It's all about me. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's like, you touched on that because you said like, I know you you said that I shared my story at the start. And that's, I think a process that I, that I didn't know I was doing, but people have been following me from the start and they're like, Lee, I've been like, I've been, messages and approach her lately i've been following you from a start mm-hmm. and seeing where you're at now is absolutely such a difference mm-hmm. like and i know these influencers how can they have one hundred thousand k but only have 50 posts mm-hmm. yeah exactly they're automatically deleting stuff that they don't want anymore mm. I, you know what i just could not be arsed doing that i didn't like, actually I, think about that so they're they're only showing you what they actually want to know so obviously the ones the pictures that they had with their tits hanging out at the start of back 2013 they're all being deleted so they don't want to be associated with that anymore so yeah, yeah. and then they'll be fully clothed now and they'll <laughs> they were wearing hijabs and fucking long yeah. skirts <laughs> um and all this fucking shite and dick hand up all you know all that jazz like and what they were originally how great is this like us talking about this shit because like i don't know i don't know any other guys talk about this shit like it's great that we're actually like talking about this because like people don't have the balls to talk about it but like when you put me and you in a room together we're obviously going to say it how it is i always do like yeah. it's it's uh like i've said openly before like if somebody wants to come and offer me stuff and i if i like it and i actually have a purpose to use it yeah, like if Monster want to come along and give me free <laughs> shit. Fuck yeah. Fucking right. I have like two Monsters every day. So Monster, come on ahead. Coca-Cola. Mm. You can fuck off. I don't want to do with you. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm happy to do it. Like it's, yeah. I know people, 
I know people that uh, who like get fifty pound. Is it fifty, sixty pound uh, a story? Fifteen second story. That's fucked for like promoting like a like a merchandise or brand. Yeah, <clears throat> so there is business in it. That's why I appreciate people that actually okay from the start. This is what I'm about. I am putting myself out there and I am doing the biggest fucking tags that you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you, when you, they've set, they've purposely set out to do something fucking right. But them, them, uh, them females and them lads with their fucking pecs out and their fucking fake tan with fucking mahogany to actually just get the likes and the sexy likes and whatever. And then they're sewn into the business side of it. Mm-hmm. I have no, I have no appreciation for them at all, none yeah. whatsoever, none. Yeah. I, it's it doesn't 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 bow well with my morals or my uh, core values, really. Like you know, like see at the minute, the one person I I fucking just can't stand is your man James Smith. <laughs> twice now you've said this. Twice you're gonna have to fucking you're gonna have to pick up the phone. You you should do an Instagram live and then request him to join it and then he'll just come on and be like who the fuck's this cunt and he'll just be like i fucking hate you <laughs> yeah. i'd love to say i'd love to say it to his face so so it depends what type of person you're like obviously like i kind of like like the cocky people like i like ronaldo i like fucking like mcgregor i like all those like kind of cocky people so whenever i look at his stuff yeah sometimes like some of the things that he says like I'm just like, mm, I don't really care for that, so I'll swipe up. But like, there is like some other stuff that he does say. And I'm just like, oh, that's actually pretty good. So it, I suppose it's kind of like on the day, like what you look at. But you're probably just, you're biting your lip. You're probably just like, no, fuck everything he says is bullshit. It's, it's not bullshit. It's just the same stuff worded differently every single day. Mm. That's it. It's, I fucking learn it every day in my course. Mm-hmm. It's the same stuff he's saying, just differently. And then they just, well, in my eyes, he's just sexualizing it with his body and whatnot. And he uses it with the... He's like, got that tash as well, the, the fucking uh, porn star tash, doesn't he? Yeah, fucking sure we'll do that. Uh, <laughs> then he... There's my son. Oh, uh, God, we're going to have to blur him out now. <laughs> Put a bag over your face. You're right. <laughs> I'm not calling you ugly, by the way. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? You're back. Jeez, that was a long visit. Right, come into my room, so. Nice. <laughs> um, his mum's for one day. <laughs> You're like, fuck. I wish I had more time. No, um, where were we anyway? You were talking, oh, we were talking about the porn star stash, weren't we? Yeah, James. James Smith, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, like, uh, I, I just see what he does. I just see what he does. I see it from the course that I'm learning and all the interpersonal connections and stuff and the techniques. And I was like, he's just saying the exact same stuff he does every single day, but just uses a different tone or a different background and it's just like you know what man i just can't be fucking arse with you yeah and like that's your opinion like that's what like some people listen to this and they'll be like oh he can't fucking say that like he's not allowed to like say it but like 
people need to understand that you're not going to like everyone in the surf. Do you know what I mean? Like you can like certain people and you dislike, like there's people who like Hitler. I know a majority of people don't like him, but there is a small percentage who do like right. him. Um, well, we have to, yeah. Yeah. Do you know I what I mean? Crack hard Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I've, that's what I mean. Like so many people hate Donald Trump, but they follow him on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> people, like, um, there's going to be people who don't like me, and that's fine. There's loads of people around, there's probably like 13 people around the corner just does, does, does like me. I know, <laughs> I know at least six around the corner don't like me, but that doesn't, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, all, I'm, I'm more about the people that I can help, never mind the people, you know, the people I can't help. I can't do anything about that. Yeah, and exactly. I think we try and help the ones. We try and help the ones that we can't help because we're like, well, it didn't work. It didn't work. I need to get to them ones that didn't work. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there's just some people we just don't like. Yeah. And there's just some people that we have a connection with. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing you can do about that. Your man James Smith's a fucking prick and that's just that. <laughs> that's a sound bite right there. That's what I'm going to promote on Instagram. I'll tag him in it too. And then we'll get the, we'll mix it all up. Why <laughs> about me and him go toe-to-toe in the ring? A charity match, yeah, fuck yeah, that'd be good. I'd pay for that. P- fucking pay per view, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> He's one of those cunts, so I'd just be like, nah, he hasn't got enough followers for me to engage with him. How much of a wanker is that? Yeah. I played him though. He's released a book and all that. That's amazing, and um, I do like some of the stuff that he puts out, and some of the stuff I can sort of understand where you're coming from. Uh, we went. Probably just part of it is probably just envious and jealousy because the stuff that he's saying that I already know. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> yeah, mark. He's marking it better. That's probably what. That's, that's all um, it is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. There's obviously jealousy there. Yeah. Um, we went off on a big fucking tangent there on today's Jane Smith and Big Tan. Big Tan, <laughs> yeah, fucking everything. Um, <laughs> to bring it back to the question that I actually just remembered <laughs> was your your own mental health journey. So, like, can you just oh, yeah. like can you say it in bullet points, like just to like showing it down? Because I know I don't obviously want you to bring up shit that like you probably don't want to talk about. But well, well you, I'll talk about whatever. You talk about it, yeah. Uh, like, what were you what were you going through? How did you come to close to suicide? And then what was like sort of the next steps after that? So my marriage had broken down and then uh, she was going with somebody very soon after, which just didn't, it just didn't sit well with myself. And uh, it was just really, things weren't being fitted into place like you would normally think like life would go uh and i thought i wasn't seeing the kids at the time and things and i thought i just would be better off without uh, out being here in general i thought it'd be easier for everybody to 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 live without me being here Mm -hmm. so i had a big massive massive argument with my parents like massive and uh then I went to reach for my dad and hit him and things and they were about to call the police and stuff. And then I thought 
and planned that at very within minutes of where I could go and kill myself, so nobody could get me. Now, there are certain points uh, very close to me. You could, like I talked about it in one of my stories. I actually visit the place mm-hmm. and talked about how I felt uh, there and then in that moment about sitting and reflecting back and looking at the ripples in the water and the and the current in the water. About that's like I was like that's where I would jump. There's where I would go because nobody can pick you up. Like you know, you couldn't, you couldn't save me from there. And that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to be where I couldn't come back from it. Uh, And to this day, still, like, I don't know what stopped me from going back and asking for help. It was like the one last thing. So I went back in and asked, just dropped, dropped to my knees and asked for help. And just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And then that was the total breaking, breaking point. And then started to build my life try to build my life back up again. And one thing that I, I think you should definitely listen to is the fact that you don't don't try to get the life that you had before. Try and fulfill a new life. And it took me a good two years, two and a half years to realize that I'm not going to be the person that I was before my mental health problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look at me now, I'm so much more and my mental health problem before I didn't have any belief in myself I could do academics I didn't have any belief I could do this or you know or anything and now I'm I'm all I'm above all that so I would definitely and I know people that has tried to get but I'm but if I could just get back to the life I had before but you have to try and come to terms that you're not you're not the same person you were last week never mind the same person you were before you took uh, took a mental breakdown mm-hmm. you just have to lay it all out on the floor on the paper or whatever and just say okay let's start living again and i had to had to trust people to put me in the situations that they knew that were good for me regardless of what i thought and i had to just listen to them and I, my mom had to care for me again and tell me when the shower and stuff and my sister had to look after my finances and stuff and uh, that's just how I had to live. I had to trust people into how to live again and how to how to properly socialize like properly like and that was one moment with that with that Christian guy who's uh, just in your fucking face you know mm-hmm. and that's just things like that that sometimes would pop up and I had I, I had to learn how to live properly again mm-hmm. because because everything that I knew wasn't right because I wanted to, I didn't want to be here in life and then now I'm out of my own now I can cook I can cook my own meals again and I can look after my finances somewhat and uh trying to stay trying to start a business now and I'm in education mm-hmm. and I followed the right protocols I followed the you know the right people I know a lot over here a lot of people even even probably over there and in England as well a lot of people with mental health services are like they get scrutinized mm-hmm. but if you just bow down to them and say okay I'll do what you say like they have their checklists that they have to do so I just did all the checklists like okay they go to the men's shed uh, so I went to the men's shed, put me, put whatever I could into it. I was like, 
do you know what? It's not for me. It's not fulfilling me. It's not. Uh, it's not what we both thought it would be. Like it was the men's shed project. What to do over here is fantastic. It's just full of older men, older generation men, and I just don't mix well with them. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. It's, you know, the actual, the actual projects actually look absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just not something that I could do there and then. Like there was woodwork and stuff like that, but I just couldn't do it at that point. So I tried that and then I went to other programs. I went to another program and then I went to a program. It was called, uh, in Hol- it was in Hollywood Hospital. It was called the uh, Recovery. Uh, oh, shit. I actually, it was called the Recovery College. And uh, I actually did one of their programs. It's the same sort of programs that the Glow and I do for, okay. for the females. So this one was the Recovery College from Hollywell Hospital. And it was the, you know, you start doing toolkits, you know, for when you're ill and things like that. So you start looking a lot deeper into yourself. And there's like six, seven other people around there that sort of feel the exact same as what you feel. Uh, it was called RAP. Recovery, recovery, wellness action plan, and that's what really helped me. Like that was like a turning point for me, mm-hmm. and then I got employed by them. <laughs> so it was like a full circle. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was pretty pretty ironic. The place that I begged to go into in Hollywell that wouldn't take me, I ended up working in Hollywell uh, a few you know a good few years later. So it was actually. Uh, a proper, proper, proper circle. And yeah, that's why I really like the Glow Girls because they do they do them action plans and stuff and I know how beneficial that they could be. Yeah. And if I ever, if something ever, ever did happen to me in the future, I know like my daughter will be safe because there's programs like that out there mm-hmm. for females and it's they're really, really good. And uh, now I'm just trying to live every life every day as happy as I can and just live it true, basically. Like I know my emotions very, very well. So I know how each cert- circumstance and situation can leave me. So I know the true, I know the true definition of what depression is for me, what depression is for uh, somebody else is different. You know, what happiness is for me is happiness for somebody else. You know, you have to, you have to remember that the, all these things that people are saying, they're just guidelines. Mm-hmm. The, with the word guideline gets uh, lost into the meaning of other things because the guideline is just like this is what you could start with and then hopefully that the lot the guidelines are good for you because we're all individuals at the end of the day and what works for me isn't going to work for you but that's so that's why I just had to trust them and just put myself into everything that they suggested and then I find stuff that worked for me. And that's just what you have to do. You have to go through that process. And do you know what? It was maybe a good year, year and a half, two years of just doing monotonous stuff that I didn't want to do. But if I didn't go through them, I'm not going to find out what actually works best for me. Mm-hmm. And to doing all them things and doing all the stuff that my brain was telling me, no, don't do, I found who I was and was able to within finding who I was, I found that I wasn't, uh, that I was normal because I thought I wasn't normal. I thought I was, you know, ostracized and 
uh, like I'm so different, I'm such a fucking dick, whatever. I'm still a dick, but I'm just a dick in a different manner. And uh, yeah, I just, I just live how I want to live and how I think is right at the minute. Like I would rather make mistakes now than living life like, oh, should I have done that? You know, should I have done that? And the mistake later on in life could be such differently. So I, I just like, I welcome, now I welcome mistakes in my life because I can learn from the mistake where I feel it's very hard to learn from, from a mistake. You know, it takes a, I think it takes a big person to learn, you know what, I fucked up there. Let's look at that and how I can improve. Mm-hmm. That's how life should be. That's how you are as a kid. When you are walking and you fall, you get back up again and learn from your mistake. We all forget to do that. We all forget to make the mistakes mm-hmm. in life. Did you, have you ever heard of a thing called logotherapy? No. So it's basically like a therapy that was designed by um, Viktor Frankl. I just read his book there. Um, he was a Holocaust survivor and he created his own doctorate called Logotherapy. And it's basically, it's like to search for your meaning in life. That's what the doctorate basically is. And like what you were talking about there before, um, whenever you were in uh, like those like workshops and stuff like that, they're like creating tools and all. And like, like you said as well, like making mistakes, trying to find like a purpose that's what like he like he teaches so definitely check him out um afterwards but like I, f- I feel with like a lot of maybe same for women as well but i feel for like mostly a lot of guys like yourself and me like i'm 26 you're 30 35 aren't you mm-hmm. like we we are like there is a majority of guys that are just lost like and a lot of people from like ni especially like you're just like lost and you're just going through in life you're just going through the emotions like do what you're saying go and fucking put yourself in uncomfortable positions go and make mistakes because that's the only that's the only way you're going to find out like who you are and what your purpose is here in life like and i know this sounds like fucking like cliche and like bullshitty and like who the fuck's nathan like to tell me what to do but like if you're like a soccer guy or something go and fucking play basketball you might fucking enjoy it and then out of that comes like a burning passion you could be a fucking basketball coach or something like that there do you know what i mean like just like put yourself out there and try different things and that's the best advice that i could give to anyone and it's just exactly the same thing like me and you are on like a certain wavelength like we know what like what to do and like what you're talking about there like just make those mistakes and then you'll find something like i think it's really important message i i it is an important message, and it really sounds so easy, Nathan, to say, oh, sure, make a mistake, and it'll be all right. Yeah. But when you make a mistake, you have to remember that that mistake is like a puddle, and it just opens up a whole pile of stuff. So if you make a mistake, yeah, you could hurt so many people, which is true, yes. But with making that mistake, you have masses and masses of opportunities to make that right again the second yeah. time the third time round the fourth time round you, you can't get it right first time there's nobody that i know mm-hmm. that has done something first time you know take your man james smith i am i guarantee you he has talked about make mistakes in life i guarantee you that now 
Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be a, a sentence that he had never wrote to say, you know what, it wasn't the first time I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And it won't last. You make, you need to make mistakes in your life. Donald Trump, he fucking went bankrupt, what, like five or six times? And he's still a fucking billionaire. There you go. So he doesn't get a billionaire from the first time round. No, no. So just honestly, if anyone listens to this right now, go out and make, I don't say make a mistake by going fucking kill someone that was a fucking like pur- You're not saying purposely make a mistake. <laughs> no, purposely go out there into your uncomfort zone. Like, yes. I, I knew, I knew, I knew already that my town wouldn't be up for having a snowball fight. I, I knew, mm-hmm. but I put myself out there to say, do you know, I like, that was some, that was some fear that I was doing. I was like, I know I could get like really like prickized at this here. Prickized. Mm-hmm. What? Word. That's a good term. Yeah. Dick and, face. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I opened myself up to welcome that. Yeah. And uh, so now that didn't go, it didn't go as well as what you know Times Square did. So if I wanted to try and do that again, mm-hmm. so then I cause it because it didn't go well, so that's a fail. So now I can go and look at that. So what could I do next time? Would I go and do it? Uh with a lot of people, could I go do it somewhere else? So by that mistake, by that, you know, the failed attempt, there's so many other massive more yeah. yeah, so so many. It's just that we, I think, as males, uh, and probably females as well, mm-hmm. tend to look at them as in a negative way and think, oh, I didn't I didn't really get connected with that guy. How can I help get connected with that guy? Yeah, but forget that guy. Focus on the people that you did help. Because like you said, you're not going to be connected to everybody. We're not going to like everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's just that, you know, it's it's no it's no 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 opinion to James Smith. I don't fucking like him. He's going to focus on the people that he does yeah. have an influence with. It's the same as me. Mm-hmm. You know, the people I'm going to have an influence with, I'm going to put more more time and effort into helping them and helping them improve their lives like he's doing with other people. Yeah. He's just not mine. You know, yeah. I'm not going to let I'm not going to let him ruin mine. That's that's just that's just how life goes. Mm-hmm. And when I'm rich and famous, and he's walking by me. I'll just give him a clothesline. <laughs> um, okay. One last thing I want to talk to you about is uh, obviously you you're doing really well with the Globe Girl and I uh, merchandise and stuff like that. Um, do you see yourself like? a couple of months time or maybe like next season or something like would you like branch out to like maybe like different products like maybe like shorts or like snapbacks and you know like just yeah. for like summer uh we are actually looking at you know i've got a hoodie coming out in the spring and i want to some trousers i want the store and my clothing line reflects my personality and what i'm into mm-hmm. and i just like that's you know so i might excuse me uh i know some people have asked for gym gym lines oh yeah very good and that would actually be a, a revenue that i would go down because i am heavily influenced by exercise mm-hmm. uh so i don't see why i i can't and uh yeah so i do like i know that there's a couple of products coming out in the in the springtime very good uh, loads of people have asked for the snapbacks and stuff like i do the beanies and they're yeah man, they're, they're fucking good yeah they're selling fantastic and and I, it's going to sound like i'm upmarket myself here <laughs> they are actually they're actually fair they, they surprise me how well they are mm-hmm. because i go 
all running, as you know, and I put the hat on and I've, I run the rain and the snow and I train in the snow. And I'm surprised that I wasn't soaked by it. Mm. If that makes sense. Like I've, so I've it's waterproof. I wouldn't say it's waterproof, man. <laughs> I take if I take it off, my head's work, my head's still dry. Mm. The rest of my clothes are soaked and I'm soaked to the skin. But I'm like, how good did this hat like stay? Because it's it's wet, but I'm not wet. And I'm like, do you know what? That's pretty good. I've had other hats and they're just shite. It's you might as well not. <laughs> yeah. So they're pretty good. They are like I like them. So yeah. No, they are nice. Um Definitely anyone who hasn't checked it out, I'll put a link in the description for Lee's uh, for his store online and you can check out the merchandise. Pretty Some pretty good stuff. Um, is there anything else you wanted to discuss, Lee, before we go? Uh, no. No, I think we touched on a lot. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Fucking slugging away here in Singapore. Jobless. Um, living off Emma and her business and it's kind of shit but that's why I do the podcast it keeps me mentally healthy and because if I didn't I would have just been on the sofa playing fucking video games would have been going to the gym sporadically and not like routinely so I try and get up at a good routine shit like that and try and eat well um, but yeah it's a uh, there's some other stuff in the background, um, but I'm not comfortable talking about it just as yet because uh, it's quite fresh. But mm-hmm. I will, I will let know the people in a couple of weeks' time. But uh, overall, like I'd say, I'm a good, a good seven out of ten. Lethal, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good, man. I, I think I do, I do genuinely think that you have something here. Yeah, uh, because the passion shines free so much other than other things and when the passion signs free that that, that does reflect mm-hmm. on your content and how you speak and uh yeah so just keep going and just we'll try and get money from it <laughs> yeah i know i'll set up a uh, a patreon and get people to to start donating now like that is obviously like that's in the works like i, I will do that like later but like I know I was bashing people about saying like my followers, but like, obviously I do get fucking figures and stats from the podcast. So I can see how many people are listening, what country you're listening from, if they're fucking female, male, right. even non-binary, which I didn't even know fucking existed on demographics. Um, and yeah, like I, I could just like, I could slowly see a sort of, base of listeners like listening consecutively for the week so it's amazing to see and like i thank everyone for doing it and um, but yeah like it's good like just so far from where i came like at the start like I, the big plan like the big picture will be to have a studio like i do want to have a studio sound cancelling like things so you don't hear like background noises and obviously whenever coronavirus fucks off i want to get people in and like actually talk to people face to face or like yeah, the way to love let, let's like let, let everyone that's listening let's get it that i can fly and meet you <laughs> yeah that'll be unreal that'll yeah, be so good, good. Weird, that's so much fun. 
just have just do like a like a, a video vlog of, of the day. <laughs> yeah, just, of the whole session. Yeah, I'll just go and have a day a day of bounce. Yeah, it'll be fucking unreal. Yeah. That'd be pure. That'd be pure class, and just like I would love it. Just go and chat to people about like what they think of mental health and all and all this. Oh, it'd be so fucking. It'd be right. amazing, man. I would love it. I'm fucking just like have a couple of drinks and uh, just talk shit. Like yeah. that's that's what I want to do. Just talk shit and. Yeah, I'm getting a degree in it, mate. So it's lethal. There you go. <laughs> um, and what's what's what so far? Like I know, like I know that mine's the biggest. Uh, listens one so far but after me what's the what's the been the biggest episode for you <laughs> um to be honest with you the biggest one was the first one with emma but i feel like it was because people were just being nosy so they like wanted to just see oh what's nathan talking about and if i look at the demographics i could see that only the first five minutes was like the majority of those people that listened to it so like maybe there was like a hundred and no there was 200 plays on it and out of 200 plays, I think like only maybe like 30 or 40 people listen to the whole thing. Um, whereas like other people, like 160 people just listen the first five minutes. But that's just the people who are just being nosy and, and not supportive. So fuck them. But uh, yeah, there's like a there's a there's a good base coming along now of around like 30 listeners, which is great because like I didn't know like people would like to listen to me. But like I get messages from people like asking me shit like on the podcast like people around the world and like uh i get people like saying my accent's cool like we were talking about that before like i thought my accent i thought everyone from northern ireland because like, whenever you listen to it in hollyoaks it just sounds so cringy our accent but like people actually like it i know people like you know one that like a guiding sleep <laughs> when i was doing my lives with the german people were tuning in just so they could relax and fall off to sleep that's so fucking mad. That I I, like, I could understand you, you that. Don't like me, like, like, you don't like me, like, so like. Billy, yeah. I can understand that because like the mood that you were creating and like the intimacy intimacy of it was like it was it was very soothing. It was like something that you would listen to, like an oak or calm or headspace or something like that. So maybe there you go. You know I, I didn't realize like this is what this this year is what I'm all about. Like I hired a coach. To try and help me soon into these things. Like I'm doing just normally. Yeah. And says, Oh, do you know what? Such and such learned to do this. And like, but I'm doing that. Yeah. Like, but oh, you learned to do this. And I'm like, but I'm doing that. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn what these skills, like the skills that I have already sewn in and have channeled, I'm trying to learn what they are mm-hmm. to 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 utilize and use them. Yeah. You know, to use my normal, uh, what is it? To use my everyday skills to promote myself. Like these are things that I'm doing naturally. I don't have to force myself to do. Yeah. So if I can try and understand that they are just with emotions. So yeah, I hired a coach. That's uh, actually I have a, a mentor this year. Brilliant. Try and help me uh, push things forward. She's absolutely, she's absolutely fucking amazing. But you'll hear more about it in my stories, you know, in the G course and stuff. That's amazing, yeah. mate. Fair play to you. Like, it takes a lot of balls as well for someone to go out there and, like, ask for help. So it's good. And, like, guidance. Um, but you're a humble guy. Like, everyone knows that. Um, listen, Lee, I need a piss, like, big time. So <laughs> I think we're going to have to wrap it up here. <laughs>
but for, for everyone listening, um, Lee, you're on Instagram and Facebook, aren't you? Yeah, just mental health Lee, mental health Lee. So yeah, you you uh, hopefully I'm top not top top one on on Google search. <laughs> yeah, the the one and only. Um, <laughs> yeah, listen, man, thanks very much for doing this. I had so much fun, and as always, I'll have you on again in a couple of months time. I, I really do appreciate it. I love it, man. It's 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 just fucking class. Just hopefully next time uh, we can meet face to face because yeah. I only know we're Instagram, so it'll be fucking lethal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll we'll uh, we'll set a date for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,